Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss yeah 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 i'm gonna Ooh. turn this club up oh 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 yeah yeah i don't care what country we're in uh 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 i gotta get my dance on Where's the party at? It's me, Columbia. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, he doesn't need to be there with this man. Love he in just, paradise, y'all. He just wants to go dance and fuck a different guy at the end of every night. Oh, sure I can have a baby after 45. Let me throw these chicken bones. I never thought I'd have a blonde American wife. But when I brought you that ranch dressing, I knew I'd be your dipping sauce for life. I booked a dream vacation on a tropical isle. I only wanted to bone Oh, how could I have known That I'd wind wind up knocked up and really pissed Oh, love in paradise We're planting a banana tree Love in paradise Have you heard of polyamory? Forever in your giant dick Love in paradise It's the size of my arm Fade it, Gary. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm going to say something. Y'all, this is Love in Paradise, season two, episode four. The club can't handle me. (laughs) That's what it's called. Again, it's worth the $5 for Discovery Plus to watch this shit, y'all. This is one of the best iterations of 90 Day Fiance we've had. Did you notice all the beginning titles? It said it said Love in Paradise, the Caribbean again. They it did say that up. last week. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we talked about Columbia is actually on the Caribbean. Someone, yeah, but someone, they some, some, renamed the show. Whatever. Yeah. We're calling it Love in Paradise. Um, Lip! Episode 4. <sighs> I have a lot of opinions about about the gays. I'll How save it for their segment. How old is he? How old is Valentine? 
too old to be Thank doing you. that. Thank you. Too old to be doing and that. You can go turn up, but the fact that instead of getting to know his partner, I say and having conversations. It's gonna come out, I, I I I'm not gonna talk about him first because ironically there's is something even more I want to talk about. <laughs> and it's the just the complete I want to know what planet Danielle's living on. Oh, I I made you this promise. She was going to give us compl- I, she's going to give us so this is only the beginning. This is this is only episode 4. The beginning. Y'all, she is so jealous of everyone on his Instagram. I guarantee you she has been in it. Oh, yeah. And yes. she probably has access. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's bonkers. Y'all, before we jump into the show, come see us live. Come see us live. Summer should be fun. Part two. Go to our link tree link. We're going to Dallas, Dallas Austin, Austin, San Diego, and Denver. And Denver. We'll be covering. We're on vacation. Uh, <laughs> this, so this episode drops on. Um, it drops on. When, we're going to drop this episode 11. Sundays, per- usually. Uh, wait, Love and Paradise is Saturday, and but right, the yes, show drops on Sunday. Yeah, whatever, you're gonna hear it this weekend. Um, we're doing it on Saturday, so just so you know, July 3rd, that Sunday of of 90 Day Fiance, we're not covering that at the beginning of this week. We're you, saving that for Dallas, right. and for Austin, right? So it's not gonna come out. The show's not gonna come out Monday and Tuesday. So it's gonna come out Thursday and Friday, right? Friday and Saturday, and Saturday. <laughs> Whatever. And then the next week's shows are going to be on Sunday and Sunday night. Friday. And then Friday. You're going to yeah, have to wait Denver. a lot for part two for Denver. So anyway, and then we'll be done with tour and we'll be on a regular scheduled program. But oh, wait, then we're taking a week off in July. Then we're taking a week off. We're taking a vacation. So any shows that happen that week, because there are some that are premiering. Um, we did find out that and we actually... Uh, y'all, we fucking found an email. And we emailed Matt Sharp. <laughs> well, actually, his assistant, who emailed me back yeah. very nicely and promptly. And a said, lovely gerbil. Lovely, um. yeah, a robot. <laughs> it, it, I think he's just literally <laughs> just <laughs> pulling <laughs> a puppet <laughs> string because he owns everything. <laughs> but no, they were very, very nice. They and, were. And said basically that for sure, 90 Day UK is only airing in the UK. So if you want to watch 90 Day, we are covering it. If you want to watch 90 Day UK, you're going to have to get a VPN. Don't ask us what that is. No Carl's wives. I don't have time. Yeah, yeah. Carl, uh, Carl, what's, what's, is that a very private uh, neighbor? <laughs> because, you know, our neighbor, Danetta, she is very private. I don't know what she's doing, Carl. Just, can we go watch it over there, Carl? She's a VPN. Shoot her. Go get mama's, go get mama's spyglass. <laughs> go get that spyglass and that recipe book of Vanitas. I got to bring it back. <laughs> Um, so y'all VPN is a very easy thing to get. Ask your tech savvy child or yes, someone who believe you know me. who you are fucking You're, to help you set it up because mm-hmm. we ain't gonna answer questions. I swear to God, if you come at me <laughs> asking me about how to set up a goddamn VPN, I'm sending you uh who was I'm sending you Colty's dick pic again. Yes, you sorry. don't want to see that. Y'all I Google it. You, 
your teenager is using it to watch porn. <laughs> You're welcome. So get a VPN. Porn, porn is such a barrier breaker for but technology. It's true. I'll tell you what. But I think you're also going to have to purchase a UK Discovery Plus edition. Ugh. So we're still covering the show. We're honestly covering the show thinking a lot about our UK and Australian sissies. Right. And I think the show will be a big show for them. I can also tell you we will we will be recapping the show assuming a lot of you aren't watching the show. Yeah, it'll be and a little bit different the way we're recapping it. Um, not too much, but um, but yeah, we're going to give a little bit, which we kind of do already. We already do. At this point, half of you don't even watch 90 Day Fiance yeah. anymore because uh, you I, listen to us. And I think the way we're going to do the very beginning, we will tell you who everyone is. And I think we'll we'll give you we'll give you a little bit more. And I think the first episode, especially, we're going to give yeah. you like this is the world we're in. This is what's different, right? And then if you want to refresh, then we're not going to do that every episode. You just got to go back, right, right, right. So anyway, it is airing the week we're on vacation, I believe. Yay! Yay! So yeah, the twenty fourth. We will catch up on that show and do an episode one. The other episodes, though, that week we're not. We're just going to catch. I don't care. I don't care if Landon comes back to Southern Charm for one episode. We're not going to recap the whole that, thing. That'll be that'll be if that ever happens. <laughs> I'll just take myself out of the equation. <laughs> just grab a lily and fall yes. down. I I don't care. Panic. I don't care if Danielle from Ohio comes to do an intervention on Shida and Bilal. We're not going to cover Ooh, it. Oh God, that'd be really great TV. <laughs> I'd still watch that. <laughs> I'd watch it, but we're not covering them. So, yeah. y'all, uh, we're on vacation, and a lot of you have been very supportive of that. So, anyway, thank you so much. We will. I think we are doing, if you're wanting to know what, what episode we will be, we are doing, the week before our vacation, we are doing the 90-day uh, yeah. before we leave. And it will be the following week that we yeah, will be doing. Yeah, it'll be the next week where we yeah. want. So, it, you will get some stuff while we're gone. No, you're going to get our reg- – the thing is, there, there'll just be you're some shows you won't get. Yeah. Like, but our our output is not going to change that much. You're still probably no. going to get three or four free shows for us a week. We've already done some special programming, yes. and so we are not we're not going to leave you hanging. Uh, no, no. Yeah. So thank you for saying that because I'm always going to jerk that dick if I see it. Never leave him hanging. <sighs> Gotta stuck it. <laughs> Let's talk about that dick the size of a baby. Ooh, that 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 is she said. Wrecks her body. <laughs> Wrecks her body. God. A lot of you came at, not came at it, but agreed with us. Like, yeah, I wouldn't like just have like maybe it was editing, but I wouldn't just got get totally dicked down for three hours and <laughs> then go to the OBGYN the next day. I give it a rest. Oh. <laughs> Looks like a college party just happened in there. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, <laughs> y'all. Spooge still, like, dripping from the yep. ceiling. <laughs> Looked like, you know, like when Pooh had an explosion of honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, bother. Just walking around, just licking up the drops. <laughs> mm, mama, I do love honey. So, Pooh, what happened in here? Someone is... It's like breastfeeding or are giving a <laughs> bottle to their child right now in, yep. their, in their Winnie the Pooh nursery and then just go, oh, <laughs> hey, Tom, we got to change this. 
I'm I'm ruined now. We ruined it. Um, I do love Winnie the Pooh nurseries. Actually, they're kind of like if I did a nursery, basic. But I don't want. They're just so pretty. I like yeah. a pale yellow nursery. Um, okay, you're never gonna have a child. I am not. <laughs> I am not. My father fixed that. Baron. I've wiped enough me. butts in my life. I'm done. Yeah. So Danielle and Johan. They're doing rituals they're down a, by the river. This is beautiful. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's really, really pretty. And they're um they're in this river and she's like, So my spiritual drive my advisor told me to be here. Um, and she's like, Since we just got bad news from the doctor, I feel like today is the right day to do this. I wonder I wanna bring something up. How she's conflating two things because I think it's truly insane. <laughs> okay. She's like, Well, so we're going to throw this fruit in the river because I can't afford that procedure. <laughs> so I think she's like, I'm turning to the god, gods and because, goddesses for help because I can't pay for this. Because it's like you're doing exactly what he's doing. You're doing exactly what he's doing is saying, and I guess got we up- just trust God. And you got upset at him for saying that. Yes. Yeah. And, but I'm saying it is lunacy for her to say it's financially prohibited, prohibitive for us, for us to do that. So we're just going to, I'm just going to fall back on the ephah stuff. So maybe that'll work too. That's not how faith works. You still have to help things along. You can't just say, well, I guess I'll just trust God to provide for my family, so I'm going to quit my job. I guess I'll throw some fruit in the, uh, She's in the river. She's kind of like doing this whole leap and the baby will appear. <laughs> yes. Or leap and the $80,000 I need for treatments will appear, appear in my bank account. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm throwing fruit and eggs. Yeah, it's... It's insanity. It's... What's that? Is there a... I don't care. Oh, my, my timer's going off for me to move my car. I could hear it. Um, you did it, though. I did. Okay. Um, I, so I want to think about what I'm, it's I agree with you. the same as throwing a penny in the wishing well. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> no, that I, was a big deal. Have I, I not told you about that? Yes, about when your mother, when you, when no, you got No, I talked about the wishing well in the Mountain View Mall. I've never talked about all the pennies. So I guess I'm gonna hear about it whether I want to or not. <laughs> Yo, I was turning into wishing well to kissing jail. So what happened? So Preston, what was his last name? It doesn't matter. Rutledge. Preston Rutledge. Okay. okay. Kid I went to elementary school with. That's when the Mountain View Mall had the fountain. Because I think they had it in high school. But Move on. Around the time time when we my brother and I fell in my But anyway, y'all, right in the middle of Bales, but but also on the other side of, or like down on the end. So Mountain View Mall had a lot of places, and there. I'm wa- sure it was lovely. There, uh, it was <laughs> lovely. There was no mountains, and there was no view. Nope. But it nope. was lovely. It's Oklahoma. But our favorite spot was Tyler's Barking Dogs, which was the place where they ironically didn't sell hot dogs, but they sold corn dogs. So Tyler's Barking Dogs, but they sold pop. Uh, it was kind of like that popcornopolis or whatever it's called. That place uh, where they sell like popcorn that's dyed blue in little oh, balls. Yeah, yeah. That's popular like in the eighties. I hated that shit. So, because you wanted it and your mother no, wouldn't let you have I, it. I hated most things that seemed frivolous. 
Wow. As a child. Why would they even do that? They did have big candy suckers that were just too big for us to eat. Frivolous. Frivolity. Tyler's Barking Dogs had that. So anyway, Preston Rutledge was this kid who was, uh, let's just say his mom sent him to some camps, and they weren't church camps. Got it. Pretty sure they were camps. He was was a ruffian. No, to get you healthier. Oh, I Send see. Into fat camp. Got it. And got so, it. Um, got it. I say that because a lot of people have gone to that, and that was traumatic. I don't think we say fat camps anymore. Yeah. So I don't know what we say. That's why I didn't. Fitness camps. Fitness camp. Yeah. I don't like the idea. Those of them. camps still exist, though. And I don't like the idea of any of them. Yeah. But it's whatever. Not good. Um, it's not not Very here to debate that. On your but kid. yeah, I don't even like saying the f word. It makes it ugh. But so not fuck fat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Poodle's been to a fuck camp. <laughs> Yeah, she's. Uh, Those are fitness camps, indeed. True, and so anyway, uh, Preston lost a bunch of weight, but then one summer, because I remember my mother was her his mother was talking about like he's gaining all this weight, and they don't know why because she was feeding him the diet from camp. Right, he was she was because he was young, like nine or ten. I think I was maybe like eleven or twelve. I wasn't in middle school yet, but almost. But I remember her talking about. Mom talking with his mother and with Judy Payne, who Again, always used to chew on our mouth because she was nervous. Complete and total recall, but <laughs> before the age of 14, zero after that. Anyway. I think you fell on your head. <laughs> y'all, maybe when I fell in that fountain. And speaking of, y'all, this is why you can't put a penny in the well. Because it's just like Johan said about that fruit around the tree. They didn't know it. Preston Rutledge was taking the money from the wishing well, <laughs> and he was buying corn dogs <laughs> at Tyler Barking Dog. Good for Preston. Because his mother would drop him off at the mall while she ran errands. Stick it to the man. So he would steal that money. He was eating like she found out like six corn dogs a day on top of his regular meals. It all seems like <laughs> the next step in the animal kingdom. He's it's hungry. True. He was hungry. He saw money there. It, Why not? He did. He saw. He got his corn dogs. Maybe not six, but... Uh, and you know what? Preston Rutledge died last year of a heart attack because he was obese. <gasps> wow. For real. That just got dark. He did. He had a heart attack. Well, my sympathies to his family. Well, <laughs> his mother's dead, too, so at least she didn't have to see through it. Does everyone die young? <laughs> I think so. Tyler's Barking really Dogs concerned. closed like it closed like five years ago, and I was why, sad. Why wouldn't it? Well, there's not much in Bath and Body, or Bath and Body's the only thing in Mountain View Mall, really. That and Hobby Lobby. We must anyway, move on. There's that a was, Chinese buffet there, but I've never eaten it. That was such a big diversion. Anyway, y'all, don't put your money in a wishing well, because someone's just going to get it and take your dream and buy a corn dog. <laughs> The way she talks about the either the wishing well, she's like, I just put something there in order to get what I want. And I'm like, I guess she is She saying, read the fucking secret and believes it. Yeah, she's a big law of attraction person. But this idea, I guess she's being so upfront about it. But there's a romanticism of wishing on a star. But in Danielle's or wishing in a wishing well, Danielle's like, so I'm going to put something in there and then I'm going to get something from it. It's just... It's very, very American in her, her, her aspect of it. It is. It's very American. I put some fruit in the river, and I'm going to get a baby. I'm going to get a baby. <laughs> it's also very, um, I actually think it's kind of insulting of faith. Of, Me too. In, because it's, 
a wishing well is not the same thing as a religious ceremony that's <laughs> grounded in in whatever it is you believe is the higher power and creator of the universe. Uh, yeah, it's very different than a wishing well, and it's also not. So it's not it's not like a four well one k that you just pay you actually pay into and then you get it at the end. No, like this is not that. Whatever, because you're not putting fruit into your four and eggs into your four hundred one k. I'm not gonna make fun of the things that she does because I think what's different than Catholics thinking that water is turning into wine Agreed. or Pentecostals talking to snakes. Like we I, all have religious ceremony, but I I, I just want to hit on what you're saying. I think what made me laugh in the and just the, the ludicrousy of it all is that she's a, really literally a she is a, an emotional child equating this to just i wish on a star and it happens whereas like when i have a if i meditate or i really pray about something like i'm putting out something to the universe and i'm setting an intention and that intention then i hope comes back to me, but also that intention helps empowers you. me to take action in my daily it, life as a commitment to myself. Because she, because she said to Johan, everything you're talking about takes all the personal responsibility off of you. Exactly, exactly. what you're doing. And we're gonna we're gonna see some more audacity from this bee later on. Ooh. But y'all, she says she also she's also so it's almost like this is almost a guarantee for her. You give them offerings, and they give you things. It's like a pinball machine. Yeah, you know what I think it is. I think it is. Um, I think she's an Enneagram Four. I don't don't lump her in with me. <laughs> How dare you? No, she's actually. I can tell you that she's not. But I think this. I think her doing this she's type more of, of a seven. I think this whole religious. It make it. It's all about the look of it. It's all about how it makes her look. She is different. She's unique. She's special. Possibly, I think because y'all, Johan. I think he's not saying it. Y'all, he still thinks she's a witch. Yeah, I. I because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. What this is, is she's not taking I'm a corn dog now. Oh, stop. She's not taking into account the fact that gods and goddesses or the universe or whatever is fickle and may not give you what you want. And Garth Brooks sang it, y'all. Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered, unanswered prayers. prayers. Thank you. So they are, he basically says, she's, and then and then no, I no, no, no. I wish I had some pennies from for that. The gifts in my life. Look, we, we, we can't do, we can't Fine. do this all day. <laughs> You're so distracted today. Sometimes I thank God. Do, do, do. That's all I wanted to do. Okay. I'm done. Can I go on? Yeah, but I really want a corn dog now because Tyler's Barking okay. Dogs are the best again, corn dogs. Again, you please focus. Do you know what this show would just be like if you were just talking? <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway. So she's they they're she, they're throwing stuff into the into the river for uh, offerings, and she's telling him, and he's like, "I'm not." He's like, "I'm not really worried about what she's going to do." She's like, "But I'm I'm just here for her," and and then she's like, "So we need to we need to plant a banana tree." She does not tell him why, why? Uh-uh. because obviously, and he's like, "This is we're going to offer them fruit and eggs," and he basically says, 
I give it three hours before someone yeah, comes someone takes shit it because people are in need here. She says, "Eggs." Th- that is what I was thinking. He's too. a I'm lot. Like, he's in a weird, in a weird way. You would think by when he, when he talks about faith and we just let, need to let God handle it. At least he's practical in stuff like this. Unless it's telling you people about when he's getting married. I, I didn't have as many problems with that. I didn't either. Though. She did the exact fucking thing. Think about it. When she left, she did. She, she told her. About she that. told her friends before she was leaving. She did. That's that, true. That's the. That is the absolute hubris here, you guys. That's true. I forgot about she that. She told she's her. Such, she goes. So I'm gonna get married. She's and such the a hypocrite. Went, what? And for the same reason, she didn't tell them because she knew they would tell her not to do it. Yes. I think what he's saying though, we we do meet his friends. I was I was annoyed. We met three friends. Well, before she said, she said. This really is about hopefully helping his womanizing ways, but I'm really worried about him talking to people on Instagram. And I went, <laughs> he's a personal trainer at a fucking resort. Yes. And you have problems with his social media he's game. He's going to follow his clients. He's going to follow his client because some fucking white woman named Sherry is having her Stella got a groove back moment, she thinks, and she's going to say, follow me, Johan. And and he, she will hopefully introduce him to other clients because that's, that's what social, social media, media is about. And, and tell them about this resort. And what's he supposed to say? No, I'm not going to follow this person. No, y'all. Yeah. Straight men are not barking down Johan to train with him. Right. This is... This is absolutely a reflection of her absurd insecurities and the fact that she thinks it's going to be okay to to date a man who does this that she's made it oh, she has just no self-awareness. They really got a gold mine doing this version of Not a Day Fiance because almost everyone that travels here thinks it's going to be love in paradise. Right. They really do, and it's such a rude awakening that they get. Because I think this is this this person really interests me, Danielle, because of all of them, she feels like the one who's got it together the most, but she's it's actually quite the opposite. I don't feel like she has anything together. But, but that's how it was presented. That's what I'm saying, um, more I guess, than a yeah, lot of the others. I guess it was presented. I saw. I know you did too, but I, I saw through that Me immediately. Too. Me too. So she thinks she has it together right. for sure. Because they did present her like the single mom. She raised a kid. like Teacher. Teacher. She's not Ariana living in fucking Quincy with her mom. <laughs> She's not. She, so that night, they're going to go. Or Amber working at O'Charlie's. You know what? <laughs> at least she has people move in her house because she knows they rent, rent got to be paid. <laughs> Daniel. Uh, so, okay. Um, so there, she said, I want to meet with his friends because I want to ask them questions. And I'm like, again, why does anybody ever think the first time I meet your friends, I'm going to have grill them. they're going to grill and tell That's them. That's a 90-day tradition. Now, the fact that and, – and he brings up a point. He's like, I don't know why she can't just ask me. And I'll tell In you private. why. I'll tell you why. Because she thinks you're going to lie because she doesn't really trust you. Because she doesn't trust anyone. She doesn't. And she thinks she's going to find out because she will do anything, anything to blow this up. Because she – Anything. 
to blow this up. She needs to she needs to sabotage this so badly. Oh yeah. And that has been she feels so unlovable. Yep. She yep. really, really does. And Danielle, she says, I'm you know, I'm looking for protections for his womanizing energy with the banana tree, but I really need the truth. And we meet there is three friends. Daryl on the end who's mute. We, doesn't say we anything. We never got the third person's name. We got Joel Giancarlos, and we jo- never... Joel and Giancarlos. They're both hot. They're both hot, and also, yes, I'm making assumptions, but I'm just saying, y'all, they're like, they're not... Because I don't think Johan's a fuckboy, not like no, the, Sherlock. These are work friends. But they're, I they're would... all, you can tell, like, very, like, I'm sure their Instagrams are... They, I feel like they all work in this resort Me too. area. That's what I was going to say. And they're also his... Tourism people. Here, they're his... The reason he hasn't told them, they are his probably single bro friends who like to go, like, have drinks with him and chase women. I, like... I, I also don't think Johan has many close people in his life. He seems he's very his, introverted. He talked about his family, but we haven't met his right. family yet. I know we are. We see right. a clip of that, and Danielle is just she's freaking out and thinking, "What do I got to plant now?" But, but it seems like, but it seems like these friends are kind of like when he says when they were talking. Basically, she's like, "I've got a lot of questions," and he said, "This is when you guys you start to see the real in the real um, the insecurity." And she doesn't ask how many girlfriends has he had before. The most important question she asks is. Were all his girlfriends Dominican or were they other white ladies or ladies from international women who are better than me? So she's basically asking them in a bold faced way, in a bold faced way, were the other, were the rich women like better than me or am I good looking? It's like she's 14. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, and it also, if you think he's, fetishizing other white women do you then does that mean you spot it you got it are you fetishizing him yeah that's true I just wanna, it just it gave me creep vibes when she presented it that way because i felt like she was seeing him not as a person but just as like someone who just Tries uh, to dick is, other white women. Who's just a fuckboy who wants to dick yep. down white women conquests. They all, the friends say it is very normal to f- to follow clients on Instagram, which is something we already know. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, I just don't want these women calling me up. Blah, blah, blah. You're with my man. So she's making an assumption there that he's actually not just following these women, but he has relationships with these women. Yes. It's... It is unbelievable that he's saying that she's now, saying this right in front of him. Maybe evidence is going to come out later. Maybe but right now we have no evidence of this. It is a ninety-day right. thing to, for us to be like, "Why is this happening?" And then next episode he'll say, "Right." So I'm in a relationship with two people on Instagram, right. and then we go, "Gong gong." Yeah. So they they say, and then then she basically says, "Yeah, we're getting married." And they're like, "Wait, you're getting married?" And she flips out because this is what she's been looking for. You're, I didn't realize this. You're so right. She literally just did this like the week before. Yes. Yes. She, she did the exact same she thing. She did the exact <laughs> same thing. And she's like, "I don't and with her friends, she's like, "I don't care what you say. I'm going to get married." And she said, "It's just so Man, she's selfish. And I know oh. that she raised a kid and all that, and so she has said it feels like no, my time. No, she's terrible. <laughs> but she said, I'm changing my whole life for him. And Fuck I went. Fuck you. 
I'm like, but you don't know where you're going to move yet. He could be moving to the U.S. That means he would change his whole life for you. She's the same entitled American bullshit. She really is. Yeah, it's really just is. Just in a different package. Oh. Uh, the same garbage in a different package. You just unzip her and out falls garbage. Yep. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh, a milk carton. Thank you. And Johan says, I, things that are private to me, I keep more private, smaller circle. And he does say, and the friends say, that is culturally, you tell your family, then maybe you tell your friends. Yes. And I don't know anything about Dominican culture, but that makes sense to me. I don't but either. He, he is talking about, uh, he also says, I also don't want people wishing me bad vibes and wishing me like evil eye and stuff like that. Uh, and that is, I can imagine, that, that is very cultural. Yes, it is very. And, and people believe in it. Yeah. It's not like someone just says like, you know, that bitch Robert threw shade at my wedding. No. You believe that this could ruin your right. marriage. So, but she's not happy with hearing any of that. No, she's not. And she's like, I think there's something else going on here. And maybe there is, but she's doing her level best to explode this. She and, is. And wow. Shall we move on to the gays <sighs> at... When they pull up to the Colombian version of Splash or Boy Bar. I got to ask my friend who is one of my best friends is Colombian and is and is gay. So I want to ask him culturally, is this the culture or not? Now, he is from Bogota. So it's a bigger city. That's, this is a, sm- it's a, this is a sm- Bucaramanga. Yes, it's a smaller city. Smaller. So Bucaramanga. I'm, I'm saying it wrong. Any, I didn't even try. Any <laughs> sissies? Because I don't want to sound like Frankie. Well, Barranquilla. 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 Yeah, Barranquilla. Yeah, I don't want to sound like Frankie. Who was from Leche. Bu- who was from Bucaramanga? Someone was from Bucaramanga. Colombia. So, anyway, come at us, Colombian sissies. Maybe that was specifically gay sissies. My Lisa. My Lisa. From Colombia. No, they were in Medellin. They, you're right. You're they right. Were. They were in Medellin. Yeah. Uh, which is a bigger city as well. Yeah. Um, and beautiful. So, Colombia. They're still together. I don't know if anybody's completely repulsed by that. And oh. she is slowly zapping his will to live. <laughs> and he's probably cheating on her, too. Well, again. Golden Retriever's only that girl for about work. 11 years anyway. <laughs> My Lisa. My Lisa. <laughs> um, so, sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens This The most telling thing to me of all this was the first scene when he was brushing his teeth. The toothbrushing? Because. It was very aggressive. <laughs> but some people brush their teeth. That's true. They don't know one another no! at all. And so that's where this goes. Is that, y'all, I live in an apartment with my partner in one bathroom. I learned in my relationship, we take time. He gets ready. On his own, I get rid of you have a small bathroom. We don't try to share a bathroom. Like, and I went at first in my head while I was watching this, I was like, why are they trying to do this at the same time? And I went, Oh, they don't know how each works. They don't know anything about how the person works. No. So it's, and and Carlos's reaction to that was, I didn't think a normal reaction. Like a normal person would go, Okay, you just take a while to brush your teeth. But the way I do feel like, Valentine was really extra a lot this episode and insensitive a lot. Yeah. And I think Carlos is just a raw nerve of sensitivity to all of this. I would agree. And he takes They're every- the worst people for each And he other. takes everything so much more to heart. And Valentine's not gonna understand that. It's it's interesting. He he Carlos takes this as not leaving any space for him. Because he's brushing his teeth for a long time and not saying personally, do you, yeah. Do you want to share this bit of the sink? And it's interesting. He's like, you have to close the water running. That's a very American thing to keep the water running while the tooth your toothbrush. Yeah. yeah. Other other countries they do not do that. They don't. Um, he's like, oh, that's a ha- bad habit of mine. Uh, but he he does take this personally that he's not leaving. He's in his space and he's not apologetic about it. Um, I think. I would expect someone who, if I'm doing my own routine, I think I think two things are at work here. Valentine 
is not concerned at all with fitting into someone else's environment and being cons- being courteous. Mm-hmm. And Carlos is there is assuming this person will be overly respectful of a new environment. Yeah. yeah. So I think those two extremes are happening. It's they both have it's what happened y'all the I I will say one of probably the number one killer in new relationships is going into a relationship with unrealistic and very high expectations of yeah. the other person. And they both have super high expectations of how this person's going to behave because they built up these they built up this fantasy and and weirdly what were their Skype conversations I, I, like I, i'll tell you you said it one time sexting yeah phone sex and i think carlos got what he needed to know they probably did the talk they did the talking talking up to where they would both jerk off together i bet valentine really baby talked him as well yeah like oh baby and made him feel right loved and, and you wonder though and it seems like carlos took in everything that valentine was telling him and i wonder how much valentine took in because he doesn't seem to assume he doesn't really he doesn't really seem to know what carlos thinks about things no or and it's this is when we get into a place where uh, they're going to a gay club, you guys, because Valentine asked to go to a gay club. Is it called Lives or is it called Lives? I'm not sure. I kept thinking it was Lives. I was thinking like, like I live. Yeah. Lives. Or Lives. Lives is probably better. Lives. Come lives. to Lives. <laughs> we'll see you at Lives tonight. <laughs> so they get Yanner is his, is his cousin. So they're going out with his cousin, who is Yanner? out to Yanner, spelled J-A-N-E. Why did I write Connor? It was a, probably an, an autocorrect, which oh. you just kept writing, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, maybe it was the autocorrect, yeah. <laughs> and you sped through and didn't even, y'all, that's, ex- that's... No, I watched it on Discovery Plus. There wasn't, I didn't no, want I'm saying subtitles. you sped through it without looking what you wrote. <laughs> I was going to call him Connor. It's Yanner. Well, I wrote Connor the whole time, so we'll see I know. how that works. <laughs> I paused it to make sure. I heard him say Yanner. I'm like, I wonder how that's spelled. Let me see that just to make sure I get that right. <laughs> that Again, is the difference. Don't have unrealistic expectations of me. Yeah, though that, <laughs> that went away a long time ago. There is no bar anymore. <laughs> so... There, he's out to his family, and, and, and Carlos says that was a big deal. This is what's weird. Valentine says, I've been wanting to go out on a gay club to get my dance on, to do this. What, what does Valentine hope to get out of going to this gay club? Sex. Thank you. Sex, because we kind of already thought this already. This proves to me, and I'm— I normally don't like to say this, but I feel comfortable in saying this. Valentine is not polyamorous, y'all. No. He just wants to fuck around a lot of guys. He wants to have an open relationship where he has a bunch. And he's saying that he he just can't, he can't quell all the love he has to give for people 
it is his. Now there are people that are polyamorous, like legitimately. Yeah, we've talked about it. Yeah, leg, or demisexual or whatever. I don't think that means what you think it means. Isn't demisexual? Demisexual is mean, meaning you. I, I don't want to get this wrong. I think that means you are are attract. You are attracted to someone, the person. Um, hold on, let me see. I don't. I want to make sure I get this right. Um, sexually attracted. To, no, sexually attracted people after a strong Some, emotional yeah, bond has been formed. That's what I mean. Like, I actually think the older I get, I actually think probably if I had to date again, I think I'm probably more of a demisexual. I just don't want to get fucked like a hole. And I think that— Not familiar. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine, whatever you think. But I'm, I'm bringing those—I think that is not Valentine at all. It is, no. I just want to— Fuck guys. I want to like be sexually free and do whatever I want. And actually, I think it bothers me because I know real people in my life that are, are polyamorous and it does not look anything like yeah. this. I, and you guys remember this. When why I ask you this, they're going to a gay club. Why bring sand to the beach? Yeah. Think about what I'm saying. Yeah. Why bring sand to the beach? In other words. Well, mainly because. At Lake Murray, it's all rocky, so they have to bring the sand. Otherwise, they wouldn't have a beach. But I'm just I, so in thank Lake you, Murray, you got to bring sand to the don't, beach. Don't obscure this. When I say why bring sand to the beach, don't bring your boyfriend to a gay club. Exactly, because we've seen this. I, we gay knew, clubs are places for hookups. They're especially dance clubs, like they're in dance because you go, you know. Do you know how many times Poodle and I were in our 20s saying, we just want to go dance tonight? That meant we wanted to go rub our butt up against some guy's yeah. dick and make it hard and, and go home with him. I know there are women and women who go to these places, straight women who go and they're just having a good time to dance. Great. Um, I'm okay with that as long as you expect you respect the space that you're in mm -hmm. and don't try to have bachelor parties and things like that and just mm -hmm. be not respectful mm -hmm. of where you are. But gay clubs historically have been places to meet and hook up. And Apps what obviously have changed that, but there still right. is that what what he is wanting to do later on is hopefully that not, he wants to dance, but he loves the sexually charged atmosphere of a gay club, because, which is what he yeah. wants, what he knows in L.A. Because I just want to say they show up to the club to lives. Y'all, no one's living at lives because no one's there. I and, think they're there at like 830. <laughs> but I will say if he wanted to go there just to dance, he would have some drinks, take some drugs or whatever you want to do. And just dance. Because I right. know some people that don't want to hook up that the if the DJ is playing great music, they'll have a dance party right. with just, I've done that. Also, before. sometimes you want a, a safer space where you know it's all, all queer people around you. I get that. And I think that may be why Carlos said, sure, let's go because it's a safer space. Well, he said, I wanted to have a sexy night with my boyfriend. I think... Carlos probably wanted to go to this club and dance with his boyfriend all night, <laughs> not knowing that Valentine was disappointed that there wasn't other guys for him to bump up and grind yes. to. Yes, yes. And he takes it so far to get his cut to get Carlos's cousin to dance almost this in a really provocative, gross way with the bartender because there's all these hot, bu built, muscly, shirtless bartenders. Yeah. 
it the bartender is so uncomfortable and thinking like y'all this is if you need a video description of what it is to be an american traveling this is in it the, this is it he pulls the bartender from behind the bartender is visibly uncomfortable yeah it feels like he's at this point saying am i a sex worker now at that's this point? what it feels like am i because uh, we didn't see it but i guarantee you valentine like gave him money to do it yeah and he's now dancing with Carlos's cousin. Carlos said his cousin wasn't comfortable. He didn't look that uncomfortable to me. But, but he, he could have been. He knows his cousin. Yes. Connor could have been uncomfortable. <laughs> Yanner. Yan so he looked like he was enjoying it. But regardless, it was and this is a lot. It might be one of the cringiest things I've seen on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> wow. I think the other point is when when he was saying Valentine basically says, um, uh, "It's like I want to take my shirt off so bad, blah blah blah," and then he says he's just trying to stifle me. That Carlos is just trying to stifle me. He's like, and then so his his they're fighting about something, you guys. And for Valentine, he's thinking, "This is how I behave. I'm an out and proud gay man. Blah blah. This is how I do things." The thing about it is, it's not that he's marching in a pride parade. How he, how he sees himself as an out and proud gay man is being sexual in public places, which is very common in gay culture. And I understand how that is, that is and can be for some a form of activism. Right. But it's also, but for Carlos, it's not. Right. So he's not honoring that. And also, so they don't speak the same, same language. Langu at not, all. Not, they don't speak the same language as emotionally. No, uh, or or what their sexuality means to it's one like, another. It it is like yes, and it's also Valentine. I think y'all, he's that guy in a club Ugh. that even before you get to the club, he's that guy yes! in the car. Like yeah, so it's this adrenaline junkie too. Yeah, I actually wouldn't be surprised if he deals a lot with sex addiction because I get that vibe from him that it's always got to totally be get that too. continuous enamorment. He always needs to be validated by people telling him yeah. how sexy he is, how funny he is. I don't need anybody to start the party. I bring the party. He's kind of like exhausting. He's <laughs> kind me. of like a gay jabri. Uh. He always needs that Instagram, that influencer attention. It's always got to be extra. He can't ever just sit with himself and emotions. That's hard because I want to. I don't. I don't dislike Jabri as much as I dislike this guy, but I can see that comparison. Mm. And I dislike Jabri, but this guy with this episode, you you realize that he has no empathy for where Carlos is. He just wants to get his drink on, his dance on, and basically, y'all, this is a this is a a thing for him. He goes out every week, which I guarantee you he does, and he goes out, drinks, dances, and gets his dick wet every single week. And every this is what he does. Weekend. And if he doesn't do that, he doesn't feel normal, and that doesn't feel like acting like a quote proud gay man for him 100% he's gonna have an OnlyFans by the end of this 100% uh, because that's gonna be validating yeah. from him but y'all we see this we've seen like when's the last time you went out to West Hollywood like went out two or three years ago like I didn't go dancing though no it was earlier in like 
remember it was like six years ago in your like late thirties where you realized that the Abbey serves dinner. You never knew that in your twenties because you got there late. I'm like, oh my god, they have food here. Yeah, you're like, what? Oh my god, I thought they just served French fries at are two. There, are there like? Do you have like? You like mozzarella sticks? Like, you probably still don't know to this day that Fiesta Cantina actually serves Mexican food. Did you know that? They serve chips and salsa because I've had a lot of that yeah, because okay. I was yeah. about to get no, sick. No, you can go early and actually have a meal. It's terrible. I've I know, but you probably didn't know till your mid-30s because we never did that. And so... I'm like, wait, a gay bar serves food? I just... It's... Um, so does Motherload. Motherload has food. It does? Yeah. Didn't So I that just should I haven't been... I haven't gone out in West Hollywood in... Probably like two years, and even it was like to go have a dr- meat seat for someone yeah. for a drink and catch up. But you'll go to those places, and so like we'll get there around like seven or eight, and we'll be leaving around nine thirty ten when the club stuff yeah. starts to happen. Starts to happen, and you will see these people that lots we saw of Valentines twenty years ago. Yeah, that y'all, and then they were young and cute. I want to say that not the same. Thank you for saying that. Valentine is cliche. He is a West yeah, Hollywood cliche. cliche. He's very West Hollywood. And it's... He's the reason why I never lived in that city. Because yeah. there was too much of these buff, beautiful, quote, beautiful, unrealistic guys who life just revolved right. around sexual attention and yes. partying. And he does not... He, do, he I guarantee you he rarely leaves Los Angeles because that's where he feels comfortable. Yeah, and this is going to be a problem because he's in Colombia and trying to treat it, trying to treat it just like an L.A. gay club, yeah. And just saying, just saying, this place is dead. It's just the worst American, the worst American exceptionalism. Just, just if you're going to a gay club, say, wonder what gay clubs are like here. And the fact that he thought it would be like L.A. and I went, no, that's another reason why I don't. I'll go to a bar, but. I don't – West Hollywood is one of the queer meccas of the world. Right. There's not going to be huge no, no, no. gay clubs he, in fucking he thinks, Nebraska. And he thinks – this is why he's from Los Angeles, but he's so provincial. He doesn't know much about the world at large and, and, and how he's they originally behave. From, he's in L.A. now, but he's from New York. Right. So I think he's – Which is weird. So I think he's – that's the only kind of like gay experience – yeah, he needs to watch that documentary, Small Town Gay well, Bar. Well, he's not he's not very curious about life. No. He's happy to do what he's going to do, and I, it's the reason why in places so like matched, y'all. It's a reason why, like in West Hollywood, proportionally has like a higher. I don't remember this from doing the, my internship, at the Gay and Lesbian Centers. There is a higher level of people that have addiction and things. Because of course, there is. You're in this community where you're taught it's don't feel things just. Yeah. Life should be fun now, which is great, but and not to feel. People are also a lot of times escaping environments where they had trauma. <sighs> yeah. And they're coming they move to Los Angeles or something to avoid they're they're getting away from something. So that's yeah. unprocessed trauma plus just feel don't feel anything, all the beautiful people. And I all guarantee of that. you that maybe you mentioned a little bit, I guarantee you he has a traumatic background. Yeah. Valentine? Yeah. 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 You know what? So if we're going to – we are going to take a break for the people because we're eventually going to air this on yep, our the public pre-feed. feed. So we're going to take a break for those – uh, but for that, we're just going to keep on going. 
Okay, so then can we talk about their conversation kind of outside of the club? Yeah, and then- Carlos leaves. He walks out after he was dancing on. Because, y'all, he's just not paying any attention. This is no. the thing. And this, Before we you get to this, I just want to say the idea of you're only there for a little bit of time. You've never met in person. And you want to go to a gay club. It it it, it boggles my brain. It it wouldn't boggle my brain if you wanted to go to a place where you could sit and have a drink, put your hand on your partner's back, like rub his back, right. like normal, like like traditional straight relationships are that you see. It would that wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't bother me if he wanted to go to this club and they had drinks. And they like danced Salsa in each danced. other's arms yeah. all night and had a ball. That's not what he wanted. Because that would have been about connecting. It wasn't about that at all. It was so just. It was about us, him getting his quote unquote dance on and dancing provocatively, dancing sexually and feeling the sexually charged energy of a gay club. If there were a lot of people at that club, he would have tried to take some guy home and force Carlos into yes. a threesome. Yes, 100%. He would have tried to find some bottom that they both could share yes, top. Yes, 100%. In. Yep. And Carlos would have felt really... So now Carlos... That was the plan, by the way, you guys, if you didn't think that was the plan. Yeah, that's his plan. I yep. mean, he said that. So, because remember, y'all, we got a two-top problem. <laughs> Don't the two-top dilemma. The two-top dilemma. Agatha Christie mystery. <laughs> so... That's where Carlos says, you know, he's like, I wanted to have a fun, sexy night with the man I love. Uh, and Valentine did. That's where he says, like, you didn't want I feel like you didn't want to be with me. And Carlos explains, I was worried about you because in L.A. you can do that. It's different here. He said, it's not safe. And Valentine's like, yeah, OK, whatever. And no, Carlos says, no, I've seen people act up in even gay clubs and they get hurt by other people from the right. way they acted. So he's actually seeing, I guess, some type of violence. And he said, and then you made my, you made my cousin Connor unhappy too. <laughs> and I think this. Yannin, right? Yanner. Yanner. And this may be a little bit overreach. It may also be. And, and Valentine says, I think you're projecting your insecurities about being. Uh, gay onto me and that may be true it is super presumptuous at this time in your relationship to psychoanalyze your your partner it, in that way it could be true but the danger in doing that right is that you're going to when we therapize people not just it be feels a condescending well it also that's the way a lot of people take it yeah it's condescending but also what you're Doing, I think sometimes people do that as a way to. Valentine knows Carlos isn't right for him. Yeah. I think a part of him knows. I think that's his way of saying, we don't want to say it's about me. Valentine doesn't want to say it can't be me. It can't be what I did. It can't be what I said. So this has to be your thing because it's too hurtful or it disrupts my brain to think that I was responsible. In hurting you. Right. So it's also a way of shirking the responsibility off of yourself. Yeah. And I, and I think this is not just, not all of this is on Valentine. Carlos has yet to really say what he wants. And, and I 100% agree. And, and, and in a way, 
Carlos knows that they're not right for one another, too. But he's thinking through sheer romance and then being together for long enough, they will find some way. Now, I think he is using Valentine as a way to come out to his family. Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing, but using another person to do it is. I I think that – I don't feel sorry for Carlos here. I think they're both using each other for different means. Yeah. Um. And the way Carlos, like, I was surprised. I went, oh, wow, Carlos has a cousin who came out. And it's, again, it's his process, but it just shows how deeply traumatic this is for Carlos. He said, I wasn't brave enough to do it. That's what he he said. said That 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 kind of was like a knife in my chest because I thought, it's not that you weren't brave enough to do it. It just, it wasn't your time. Right. Everyone's got their own. But he is a walking shame spiral. He is. And he's in it, this cycle of shame. And I understand why that triggers Valentine because as a black queer man in the U.S., you got to go through a lot of shit to come out and be this out in the crowd. Great for Valentine to do it. But it's not, but Carlos's journey is not his journey. It's not, but you have to. I know it's just being like from the South and evangelical being around. I, you kind of have to say, I worked on this in therapy. You kind of have to look at shame in the face and say, shame, fuck off. I'm not going to. You were, You almost have to go the other way and say, shame has no place here. I'm not going to allow shame to be in my life because I was shamed so much in it. Right. And that Valentine is still in that. Yeah. When we come out, a often we kind of do that. Like we're like, fuck it. I'm, I'm here and I'm queer. Deal with me. That's why all those young young boys in uh, move to New York, everyone does drag because it's, it's that that. Thing. And that's a part of it. There's stages of coming out. This has been studied. So that is like, I think it's like kind of yeah, you're stage right. Valentine three. Valentine is still stuck there. It's in this stage three of coming out of, I'm here, I'm queer, I'm an active. You don't like me, fuck you. Then there's different models for all these stages. But then like stage four is kind of like a, wait a minute. Not everybody agrees what with me. What do I want? Maybe I can be, maybe I don't have to be a certain gay like every other yeah. gay in the village. Or so reactive. And then you kind of get to a stage five or whatever, a full acceptance of yourself of whoever you are. And then you adopt, stage six is adopting a French bulldog. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. They are not, they are completely different stages of development. Uh, it's, it is insane. Because Carlos is the, the beginning stages, oh, maybe I'm different. Then the second stage is, oh, I'm gay. I'm not going to tell you. Then there's another stage of I'm gay, but God, this is who I am. But it's hard for me to even feel good about myself. And Carlos is in that. Yeah. And and paired with an out and proud, fuck me, I'm here, I'm queer. The worst. They're the it, worst. I, I could not be worse. Yeah. I Y'all, this, is, this has less chance of making it than Gabby, Abby, and Flabby. Uh, or or and Frankie, you know what? I agree. <laughs> Let's talk about Frankie. Well, first no, we, we were did... going to do Ariana and Sherlock. Oh, we were. Let's talk about them first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just a blip, y'all. Um, he diluted dro- and diluted her. Diluted. <laughs> God, this baby is cute. It is a this y'all. Ugh. This is a cute, cute. Odin is a cute, cute baby. And the cameraman keeps on like this is like a yes, fucking Gerber commercial because you baby. know they're just sad looking at Ari and Sherlock. And finally, <sighs> Rachel, the producer's like, just show the baby again. Just show so the baby. They get there. She, he got an AC and she's like, I'm impressed. She's like, I guess that really means he's wanting to make things, make a good trip showing for us to make to work on our relationship. 
Again, honey, you drew the wrong conclusions. <laughs> or he just wants to make his child comfortable. Yeah. And have a clean apartment for his it's baby. It's amazing what, how she, she can. She will twist. <laughs> she is an example of we believe what we want to believe. And y'all, then she's like, so it's time to change his diaper. It's, and she's like, Sherlon's turn. I didn't like the way that she does. It's kind of like, this is on you now. And I wanted to say, like, if you want him to show up and be kind of this collaborative relationship with you, why not sh- say, that's the thing. Hey, babe, let me show you how to change the diaper. Like, let's it, practice and you can do it. It's done out of antagonism because it's like you weren't around. So it's your turn. And I was like. There was a pandemic. And also I, we had a sissy message us. Did you see that? No. Because he's from Jamaica. Uh, he's from Jamaica. A sissy message us from Jamaica and said, it actually is. She said it would have been easier that he had a kid. She said, but it's very hard to get a visa from Jamaica Interesting. to the U.S. Got it. She didn't go into it, but she said it is a I, very difficult thing. But to what do. I'm thinking of is. But she acts literally like he didn't drive across town to see the baby. And what she's what she's upset about is she's she's weaponizing it towards him, and she's I think she thinks it's being fun and cute in a way. It's shaming, but though. it's shaming and it mean spirited. It is, and then she's like, "Your turn, Sherlock." Uh, Not that he's like gonna be the world's best father. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Do you notice? Uh, she, then she went, seeing how sweet Sherlon is with Odin makes me think we could end up together as a family again. And I, and I went, that is not. <laughs> I went, he reminds me of the way he was before. And I went, the way he was before is that you both got drunk in Jamaica and fucked for seven right. days because it was a bang trip. Yeah. Seeing as that Ryan Gosling looked at me out of the corner of his eyes, he left the room, makes me think we could end up as a family. <laughs> I had to talk you out of that one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I really you. had to get poodle. Thank you. He came back with that, that concert now. and he said, Ryan Gosling and I are getting married. And I, it was a two I week know intervention. right now I was being an Ariana. You were? <laughs> and I'm glad I had a friend to tell me that wasn't going to happen. But I'm saying what I just said about Ryan Gosling staring at me is kind of similar to what's happening. True. And you're they're two come, different things. And now that he's going to be that role of Ken and he looks kind of gay, that's going to make you have false I'm hope so again. I'm so going to see that movie. And I'm going to have to slap it out of you. What a weird movie and what a perfect movie for our times. It's just such a weird it, – I, I, it, just the fact that it exists is, is awesome to me. I wonder how they're going to have to do it because it looks like they're making it tongue-in-cheek. Which means they Mattel are. would had to have signed off on making fun of Barbie. I think they. I think Mattel has leaned into a 21st century Barbie, though. No, yeah, 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 they've done a lot. Yeah, otherwise, they it's going to die. So they basically say what we we do have we we one thing I wrote down is they're they're all taking care of the baby, you guys, and I wrote down the baby's going to give them no time to work on their quote fingers relationship. No. And also, he said, I'm worried to be 100% honest to her about what's been happening while she was away. Because he's been fucking other ladies, fuck. Because he works at a swingers bar. And he's got to fuck to make money because he's a <laughs> fuck boy. Making money for his fuck boy child. <laughs> Don't call Odin a I fuck call boy it, child. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't. A lot of people are like. He so, was a bank trip baby. But. Some people say, like, I don't know why you call Sherlock a fuck boy. 
And it's not because just because someone's a fuckboy doesn't mean they're not going to be a good father. I think he could turn out being a great father. I think for, you would have to make a, you'd have to change your lifestyle around a little but bit. I yeah, for him to it's not that, and it's I, but it's that. I don't, I don't think y'all understand. We what, maybe maybe some people what we're talking about when we when, when we say fuckboy. Because Johan is not a fuck. Boy no, to me. a fuck boy is is a guy who is usually very self-absorbed because his life allows him to be. Yeah, it is a time where he has no real dependence. That's why Benny is a right. fuck boy. Yeah, and and that way he kind of lives life on his own terms, sleeping with as many women as he can, and usually there's a lot of. There's a lot of there's a there's a uh, there's not a lot of long term insight about where they're going. No, and his worth, even though he won't say it, his worth and also how he's honestly kind of admired and cultured is his fuckability. Yeah, and they and they talk a big game, but don't really ever deliver uh, as far as relationships. And how go. many times has Sherlon said like grandiose things talk. to Ari? Yeah. And I, granted, she's Beanie, putting a Beanie, lot of stuff. Beanie. You just said Sherlon Ari. Well, Ariana. Ariana. There, Ariana. I see. Sorry. Uh, Sherlon, I think Ariana's made up a lot in her head. Oh, definitely. But I do think he probably has promised her things and said things just because a fuckboy does a really good job working at a, working at a resort, y'all, because they're taught to promise you the moon. Right. Because, like, what was Give Stephanie Cuckoo? Who was she with? That guy. Um, Ryan. Ryan, yes. Ryan, and Ryan. then Daddy Harris. Ryan was a cool, boy. Cool. Anyway. True. Um, shall we move on to the scam, which Frankie, Abby, and Gabby. Uh, Mama Con and Baby Con can't convince me otherwise. They would have to have sex with each other to do that. Yeah. Wow. I have a different theory. Um, that I'm going to elaborate on later. Well, first we but have Frankie. We need to talk about some things with Frankie. <laughs> Poodle. There seems to be one his, type of word art that is, permeates this house. Is the theme of his bedroom and bathroom just... Get naked. Get naked. Yes. I didn't see in, that on my mother's Pinterest wall. No. Because she's in, redoing her bathroom In Live, now, Laugh, Love. I got four uh, colors of cream today. In that, Live, Laugh, Love. It looks like it came out of the Poodle Home Collection. It does. But I would never be that basic. Um, there would be a, there would be, a, it, would, it would basically be Live, Laugh, uh, Fucking Get Naked. You know, one pillow I don't mind. I get it. It's ha ha, it's your yeah. bedroom, let's get naked. Two pillows, less so. Did you see the get naked shower curtain? I did see the or and curtain. There was a curtain. Maybe a closet curtain or a shower curtain. Does he curtain. sell them? That was my Is question after Frankie's, a while. Yes. Does he have a store, the get naked store? If he doesn't, it's too much and he needs to stop trying so hard. This isn't the, I didn't really before either, to be honest, y'all. But I wrote. If anyone watching this feels sorry for Frankie, you're kidding yourself. Yeah, stop it. You guys, you can't feel sorry for this guy. No. Because... I didn't feel sorry for the beginning. No, I didn't either. I didn't either. But he's just... He's a loser. He's just... It's not a... I guess he's a loser. For me, 
a loser means he's not motivated. Like, he's got a job. He has but a no, house. But I'm saying he's playing at something he's not. But this is this is all kink to him. Right. But that's but so what I'm saying. He's playing. He is. He's a bullshitter. Yes. Maybe he that, is. Yeah. He's trying to live up to a certain thing that he doesn't really have. Yep. That's what I consider being a loser, I guess. When, okay. When, yeah. when I wasn't. A loser for me is just someone who. Uh, isn't who's falling short of what they're projecting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. I get that. And that makes sense. Yeah. I just, he, and you guys, he is, he says, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going back to Porto Vallarta. (laughs) Did did Wagner write an opera about that? uh, Porto Vallarta. Vallarta. She's going to go for it. But I, it's weird. But they're actually I'm just saying that was hot. It was, and I hurt my ears. So it's weird. I kind of hit that one. It's weird. He kind of said Valarta this episode because I think he's been fine. It's I don't know. Uh, so he's Facetiming Abby, and she keeps saying you're my big teddy bear. And then Gabby gets on. Come with us. See. Uh, I'm like Frankie. You have to know more. No, Spanish it's than so that. he's like Come with us. You'll be in. She's like you need to work on your Spanish. And then he goes La leche. He's just gross. Because you know that's what he says whenever he yeah. has an orgasm. Yeah. And then and then he's like, I kind of liked our time because it was easier because Gabby didn't know what I was saying. And and Gabby is painting him something. And I wrote down, I guarantee you the conversations between Frankie and Abby were nothing. No. It was just, I can't wait for your kisses. I can't wait to hold you in your teddy bear arms. Hey, babe, show me your ass in your panties. Yeah. That's it, what it was. It was, and it, I know this is completely redundant. I'm sure none of you guys would listen. Don't accept this for any, whether you're Frankie or Abby in the situation. Don't, don't, don't talk to someone on the phone for this long like that. No. No, it's just, you're not getting anywhere. Uh, it's just, it's, and it's just awful. It's awful. I, I can't, I just can't even imagine being in a place like this where there'd be so much self, like I can understand on Abby's, uh, what she's trying to scam him. But if you're settling for crumbs like this, which you are. Yeah. Don't ever do that. Don't settle for crumbs. But I don't think Frankie wants that. Frankie just, he wants, wants just crumbs or he wants, he wants to, cause he's kind of meant like, I don't think he has the best, like, remember he talked about, until he discovered dance and that he was, a, <laughs> you know, and still he danced with Alan Ailey. He didn't have a lot of confidence. No. So, no. Um, until he discovered he was a dancer that, but this guy, it's so funny that a lot of these Americans feel like shit about themselves. That's true. Not all of them. Exhibit Val- A, Danielle. Val- Valentine is not, but Danielle for sure. Well, Valentine's the opposite because he masks all that insecurity like, with yeah, that bravado. The muscles, the thing, yeah. the wig, it all is the mask. It's true. Ariana too. Yeah. Ariana, she feels so... I don't I know think, how she I think has that's mo- a requirement to be on Night of Beyonce. I don't know how... Come at me, moms. This isn't a judgment. It's more just like... Uh, uh, just the procedures of it. How do you have that long of nails that Ariana has and you wipe your baby's ass with poop on it? I don't know how that works. I mean... I've never had nails that long. I've so. never have either. I, how do you do anything? I'm sure there's a way. 
be worried of cutting the baby. <laughs> Scratch my baby with I, my nail. Again, I don't know and anything. And then you got poop on your nail. I, I, I don't know anything like about. sanitary. I don't know anything about nail. I, I think maybe you can, maybe you do like. I, you kind of wipe it. <laughs> But it's you don't use your fingers at all, right? You just kind of like you palm it, like you palm it the way Paula Abdul claps. Yes, yes, it, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. I thought at Paula the Oscars Abdul claps with her fingers. She does, like but Nicole but, Kidman does the famous Oscar clap. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The famous no, this I can't do it with my my microphone. Oh okay. With with her long fingers. We're clapping, y'all. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted, but um, so. Shocker. He's like, I'm feeling kind of bad though because I'm gonna blow up their lives. I'm kind of being. I feel I'm feeling like a home wrecker, and I'm like, okay, you you said this last week, but you didn't really mind. You didn't mind. I. So we kind of leave him. It's interesting the way they edit it, and then we have Abby and Gabby, and they're in Puerto Vallarta in PV, waiting for Frankie to come see them, and. Uh, Baby Con Abby, right? Yeah. Baby Con Abby's like, I miss him so much. She's like, she's like, I just need him here. I need his support to tell me that I'm to tell Gabby that I'm gonna get married to Frankie. And then she looks at her phone, and this is why. No matter what you think, you know it's a con. Yeah. Because though I'm trying to think, I couldn't remember the movie, but we've all seen it. The way. The way that she looked at her phone is like the way a James Bond looks at their villain looks at their phone in a movie when their plan doesn't go according oh, to plan. Oh, yeah, no the the anger that flashed. There was no hurt. No, it was it went straight to anger and um, it was like it went straight to what's plan B? What's plan B? It was what's that? It was like Disney villain transparent. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. She gets very angry. Very angry. Yeah, y'all, there's no hurt in this. It is just... That's a good qualifier. Yeah, that. There's no hurt. There's not anger mixed with hurt. There's no, what's wrong with him? Right. What? There's no empathy, there's no empathy. for what's going on with him. And so she's like looking at her phone. She reminded me of like Molly, when Molly's talking to Louise about that owl, that episode we just watched on our class list, and she's going, I don't know what's happening. Now, this is the thing. She's like, I need to go talk to Gabby about this. This is when I realized when she's getting so upset about this, here's what was going to happen. She keeps saying, I'll marry Frankie, and then we'll find a way to get Gabby there. Nope, this is a way to blow up her relationship with Gabby. This is a way, because she's tired of being with this older woman who she wants to go to the U.S., Mm -hmm. so two things can happen. She can find this mark who doesn't, who she's all, can easily sweet talk him. Mm-hmm. And, but the problem is she's got this girlfriend for 10 years. So what she oh. has to do is she has to convince all of them. It's a kind of a genius move. She has to convince all of them to be in a three-way relationship. However, they're going to, because of immigration, she'll let immigration handle her relationship. They'll get they'll they'll get married and she'll don't she'll just stop talking to Gabby without having to break up with her or <laughs> kind of like in Ocean's Eleven basically or in like basically or 
Her mother has always stolen her relationships for her, her entire life. Her mother. It's her mother, y'all. And she finally <laughs> said, this is, but I agree with you. She realizes this is, I'm going to con a con. I'm going to con my mother and get my mother out of the, she's going to con. So Jennifer Love Hewitt is going to get Sigourney you Weaver. You said Ocean's Eleven earlier. Well, it's one of those movies. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt is going to get, this is like, Stop shouting. <laughs> George Clooney is going to is going to con that Italian guy who owns the casino, whatever his name That's is. That's Ocean's 11. What's his name? Andy DeFranco. I, uh a Andy um Andy DeFranco. Andy Garcia. Or Andy Garcia. He's going to con Andy Garcia out Andy, of it. <laughs> I have to parse all this. That was the singer Andy DeFranco. I assume you were talking about and then Andy Garcia. Two different people. <laughs> Neither are what's his names or her names. But you're right. She's getting Mama Con out of the picture yeah. and letting the government do the dirty work. This is the way she's doing it. This is the way. It's genius. It's also lazy as fuck and emotionally, um, emotionally terrible to do to someone. Yes. Because... Y'all, I guarantee you, Gabby's not someone who walks away easily no, from a relationship. No, because Gabby trained her daughter, and she wants <laughs> that money. So, y'all— She wants that Frankie money. They're talking—this is the thing. I just can't imagine they think Frankie has that much. They're—as we've learned on this show, some people in other countries have a very different idea of what Americans— Right. I mean, we found that, like, it was a rude awakening for Annie— yeah. With David and Annie. You know, you just gotta, there's so many things where you can find out how much people make. The internet's a wonderful thing, I've heard. Well, it depends on what country you are. If you're in China, you're not going to be able to Google to How does... Bing. How does... How, how does Aunt poodle, Bing. Out of, <laughs> oh, yes. How does Poodle... The uh, Chinese version of Poodle. How does Olga Poodleskaya find out how rich the Chinese businessman oh, is the, if she's in China? The Ravens. The Ravens. Oh, okay. The Ravens go behind their back and see the bank statements. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they slap up against the window. Uh, so, y'all, Gabby's kind of, she's like, you know, I think in this next little part, we need to do a love in paradise <sighs> theater. theater. All right. In this next conversation. All right. Uh, I'll be playing the role of Gabby. You're paying baby con. No. Or mama con. Mom. Yes, mama. You're mama con. Yes. You got to use mama and daughter because Gabby and Abby confuses me. Right. And I'm baby con. You're baby con. Okay. Hold on. Let me get to that part. Um, and. <laughs> hold on. I just doing? need my phone for a prop. Okay. And scene. Abby, answer, what's wrong? Answer, Abby. Answer, answer, Abby. Answer. You, look oh. as, you look as upset. Oh, sorry. As a narwhal when it's out in the bay about to give birth to several babies. Is that the story you read me when I was a child? Mom, I mean, girlfriend. I don't, I don't like this incest talk, <laughs> but I guess we're going to have to play it your way. Maybe. It, I'm was, just it, like, was, it was when we, when we play role play, I do read you children's books, <laughs> Yes, it's like a nougat or whatever you just said. I don't, a narwhal. A narwhal. A narwhal, yes. When I see them, 
That is a that is a that is a whale kind of. Oh sure, I love a whale. I've, I've got I love to get American you, whales. I've got to, I've got I to, love that whale of a man I'm, who's not coming, Ma. I, I, I need to girlfriend. get you that book on animals. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Frankie's not coming. He just texted oh, no. me. We came all the way here. But why are we you showed so up. up? Why are you so upset, baby? Con? I'm not upset. It seems like you have something else to tell me. No. But you kind smell of like, like B.O. I mean, I got to get away. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to miss him. You're acting like the hermit crab who quickly ditches himself back into his shell before it gives me a chance to really ask you the question. What? So tell me, hermit crab, why are you upset? Tell me, my pequeño hermit crab, what are you doing? Why are you so upset? Because I sent him a text and he blocked me. I see. He blocked. He told me. He said, "Let's try to have empathy for him. There must be some reason." I told him we were waiting for us, and we're supposed to be here with him, and then go to America. Oh, with you, with you. You're coming. Yeah, you're gonna come too. I promise. It's all of us. So all of us. We're all going, Mom. We'll all go to America, and I'll. You'll be put in my lap like a wallaby. And ride in my pouch, uh, loving water's warmth, sucking on my nipples for my supple breast milk. Don't take me to my happy place right now. (laughs) I'm angry. He blocked me. He blocked my... And then he said, he texted me and said, I can't just come here and break up a family. What does that mean? We're just here in Puerto Vallarta. Why would it be breaking up a family? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, he didn't text that, actually. He, you know, said he, he said he Mexican had some... texts are so unreliable yeah, these days. Yeah, that's somebody... Uh, he said he ate some bad shrimp. So oh, it's going to have to postpone. That that's it. Yeah, but still. There not are no, coming. There are no bad shrimp. Just shrimp that don't make us feel good. <laughs> and I got to move. And scene. <laughs> Y'all, I love, regardless what situation you believe, I love watching a con oh, get con. This is so good. It's this is so, good. so satisfying. I know, I know I will be very upset if this story ends quickly. Yes. But this is this episode. Well, and next watching week we Abby, have his friend comes to visit. Right. Because remember, he was supposed to go with his friend. Right. So the friend comes. But not Frankie. So I don't know if we'll see Frankie anymore. Maybe, maybe he'll. We'll it hear was him. weird that we didn't see Frankie send the text. Yes, you're right. See or hear anything? Why? And it's weird that we're maybe not he stopped seeing participating. Frankie. I have a feeling that Frankie could have stopped doing the show. Interesting, because I'm trying to think about this season on 90 Day Fiance. Did we see a lot of Frankie? It's a lot of Gabby and Abby. Yes, you're right. The names are just so ridiculous. Because they're not real. <sighs> they're not real. Maybe anyway. they'll try to con the friend. Maybe. Maybe. Y'all, that's the show. Sigourney Weaver's wow. got a lot of tricks. <laughs> Ooh, this season is good. <sighs> the show bring, this show gives me lives. I, I, <laughs> or whatever it's called. <laughs> Y'all got 
to spend if you're in if you're in uh uh that that city in Baca, Colombia Baca no you're doing ba- it wrong Baca, I, no it's not that it's uh, Barranquilla Barranquilla, Barranquilla. Yeah, Barranquilla. Yeah, Barranquilla. tell us what lives is like get up lives we would go to lives 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 I guarantee you they have a good mimo- uh, uh, bottomless mimosa and there's lots of bottom puns guarantee you Poodle will get one of those bartenders to sleep with him and he wouldn't have to pay him Ooh, my God they were they were all. They were beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Colombia is way up there on the dick chain, y'all. Oh yeah, way up way, there. Way, way, way up there. Yeah, just exhibit A is a lot of the porn I see. It. <laughs> it's true, y'all. We went on a lot of journeys this episode. I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm a little dizzy actually. <laughs> Was that one episode? Yes, it felt like four. That's the episode. That's Love in Paradise. They were on episode four. I think we're going to have... God, I love this show. Was there eight last season? There were eight last season. So that means... We got four more. We got four more, hopefully. So... So that means... Okay. So we'll miss one episode, but... uh, We'll probably end up, we'll we'll cover maybe two, we'll talk about Love in Paradise, because it comes out on the free feed eventually, so we're going to have to do that show when it comes out on the free feed, so we'll probably end up doing it in some way, we'll let you know, we're not going to, I know we're on vacation, but for this, it won't be a fully skipped week with Love in Paradise. Yeah, that's the problem. Because otherwise it's more work for us later down the road, and... And can you imagine if we covered this four months from now when we haven't even watched it? Exactly. We'd be like... So Connor and I hate having to rewatch things. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so you'll probably get it. We'll decide. We'll talk about how we're going to do that, and we will let you know. But until then, y'all, we call these people uh, lonely hearts because aren't we all just golly lonely hearts? Doesn't even feel sufficient for these hot messes. <laughs> we call these trash heaps lonely hearts, and aren't we all just trash heaps, garbage dumps, just looking for love in all the wrong places, y'all? And if you go to lives. This weekend, <laughs> tell Hector I said hey. <laughs> <laughs>